Welcome to our podcast, We're Not So Different. I'm Samira. And I'm Ali. We're two professionals having real conversations about our experiences at home, work, and out in the community. We tell our stories through the lens of our different backgrounds to just find out that we're not so different. In our podcast, we'll explore ways that we can improve engagement and bridge social gaps while trying to find the humor in it all. Check us out on social media at WNSDifferent or email us at WNSDifferent at gmail.com. Today's episode is all about civic engagement. Uh, what kind of civic engagement? I mean, I call it from the PTA to PTA to voting, right? Like mm-hmm. the importance of being active in every facet of your life yeah yeah. right i mean if you have an opinion about something and want to make a difference or even just don't like it but you don't want to make a difference (laughs) if you want (laughs) because you know there's a lot of people who complain about how things are and Mm -hmm. man the government or man the school or man the sore you know whatever it is or, you know, there, there's trash everywhere. Whatever the complaint is, <laughs> if you... Potholes in Oakland. Right. Oh Every, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you, wanna, if you want to make a difference or if you want that to stop, you have to get involved. And I think people just need to understand that. That we can't expect others to take care of everything for us. Fair. Right? Yeah. We can't expect the teachers to raise our kids the way that we want them to raise our kids. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, even through elementary school, how many kids are in your son's class? Right now, like, I think, I'm trying to think, like, the COVID versus non, because I think the classes are smaller. Well, that's good. Um, unfortunately, but typically, he's in one of the larger classrooms, so it's anywhere from from 25 kids to 28 kids usually usually that's normal i mean sometimes it can even go up to 32 kids right so one teacher with 32 kids five years old to we're talking elementary school to 10 11 years old yeah it's like corralling chickens that's 32 different perspectives 32 different family backgrounds 32 different points of views both politically and religiously we can't expect a teacher to teach our children to live according to our values. We just can't because yeah. we all have different values. We all have different points of view. Yeah. We can ask them to be neutral mm-hmm. and just inform mm-hmm. of, hey, this, the, these are the different things that are out there. These are the different religions. These are different cultures. These are the different orientations. These are the different whatevers, diets, <laughs> whatever we want them to, you know, just so that the kids know because knowledge is important. But we can't expect them to teach them the values that we want. So for example, when my kids went through sex education, I didn't expect their teachers to come and teach them about uh, my points of view, right? Like abstinence or whatever. What was that first word again? (laughs) You wouldn't know. Abstinence. All right. Sorry. Do I want them to, you know, save themselves for marriage or what are my views of sex or what do I think? What do do I what do I wish my parents would have told me about it? My parents were pretty liberal when it came to that, but they didn't necessarily educate me. Right. You know, like I knew what the mechanics were. I knew that it was my choice. I knew that I my mom, my mom basically said, 
only do it because you want to do it. Yeah. Which I think is really good. Yeah. But the problem is, is what, how do you know when you're just a horny teenager or you're actually like ready and what does that mean? And yeah. what are the impacts afterwards? Yeah. Emotionally, spiritually, all of those things. Not just the, oh, you could get a disease or you could get pregnant part of it, right? Yeah. So it's important that parents have those conversations regularly with their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just one example of it. Yeah. You know, when we're, and then when we talk about policies or, you know, other things, the more we get involved, the more of a difference we can make. Yeah. I, I agree. I want to take a step back and then take a step forward. We're going to do st- a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> so part of it is like when we think about, you know, what do we mean to our listeners? Like, what do we mean when we're talking about civic engagement? Right. And we're saying that it means every everything that you have any sort of an impact on, mm-hmm. small or large. Right. So the highest level of civic engagement probably would be oh, you know, I'm voting in the 2020 election, right? Yeah. Like I'm voting for the president of the United States, right? right. Um, all the way down to like the PTA and mm-hmm. everything in between, right? Is it city your council? Your HOA board. Your, exactly. Your oh HOA board. Bo- H- Boyd. HOA Boy. board. <laughs> <laughs> your HOA, your PTA. Um, I was in a dance club for my kid's school. Uh, your local officials, your city councils, mm-hmm. your librarian, you, you know what I mean? whatever it is from the lowest levels to the highest. One of the things I want to touch on is people feel a sense of hopelessness sometimes when it comes to engaging civically and civically also includes voting. Obviously Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. people feel a sense of hopelessness because they feel like at the highest levels it, what they do doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. And to some degree that's true. Right. Right. Popular vote versus electoral college. Right. Um, Right. You know, all all of the redlining that, that but happens. But that will never the, change. The gerrymandering right. that's done. All those sorts of things. They feel like, hey, I don't really have a dog in the fight. Either because of hopelessness yeah. or because of the lack of impact, right? One could even right. say that, oh, if I vote for president one way or the other, for the most part in my day-to-day life, it doesn't really impact me as far as driving to work, my mm-hmm. kids going to school, what have you. Mm-hmm. But... That's where we say the importance of it is at every level. And you mentioned like with the kids thing and that that's important. So I'll give you a quick. But I would disagree with you when you I mean, we see now and with this current administration, right, you know, people that he appointed did directly impact our kids. I, I right? agree with like, that. So and I think to your point earlier where you have the popular vote versus versus the electoral college, that's I think where most Americans feel like. My vote doesn't really matter. But what they forget is that not all elections are based that way. Correct. Right? Mm -hmm. It's really just a presidency, right? Yes. So it shouldn't deter you from voting, period. And it definitely shouldn't deter you from voting in your local elections or state-level elections because those those are not counted the same ways. And if we don't have the data, then we can't change things for example when this last election whoever you voted for right hillary won by three million popular votes Mm -hmm. right like it was about almost three million votes that she won so that starts to bring the question how did we decide electoral college what were the driving factors is that still relevant now 
does that is that still a good example or way of functioning so now that we have that data because so many people did vote we can start ask we have been asking those questions about is this really the best system can we change the system and people are trying to drive change so when you're involved even if it doesn't work out now it will come up later and it'll give us at least information to go off of to say hey now we can make better decisions so maybe it depends on the type of voter because i so i agree with you on the on the presidential thing i think this was a i hate to say an outlier but this current president is an outlier though like that's i mean typically it's business as usual and there are overarching things like there are bad laws there's bad legislation yeah, yeah. but there's rarely a case where you have someone and like everyone that they hire is bad and they're firing people that are doing like so <laughs> but, but so to, much churn but to, yeah, but to, to your, the, the white house to yeah. your to your point no I, I mean to your point that to your point that that's accurate like this one like we have to include this in the record right yeah. because of the other other ones have been just more sly about it yeah they're exactly. more diplomatic yeah, yeah. they're more yeah. you know i you know unfortunately and we got to be realistic the united states of america is a huge country it's extremely diverse it has tons of different points of view so there will never be no president will ever make everyone happy. No, no, no. Right? Just like in a, in a family or a child or a parent or a, a spouse. Or a, a co-host. Or a co-host, exactly. <laughs> we'll never be fully, fully, fully happy with each other. Yeah, we'll never yeah. be fully, we will never fully, fully agree. But you learn to deal with it, right? You, just, yeah. you take the good and then you progress from there. I mean, not with your spouse, I hope. Like, hey, this one was good. Next, I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe. Co-hosts. I mean, sometimes. I mean, sometimes. Uh, no, I, I agree with you, and I think that's where that's where I think. I mean, because there there are different types of people. There are some people that are just like, hey, I'm going out to the polls and I'm voting mm-hmm. at the federal level, no matter what, right? Yeah. And there are some people that are just like, man, like, what's the point, right? right. I even talked to. Uh, or like, we live in California. It usually sways Democrats. So why even? Like, why? Yeah, what's I'm like, going out to the polls for, for it, but. Yeah. But I agree with your point, and it's and it's funny. Um, while while I'll touch on non civic engagement in a second, so to your point, you can go a lower rung from there, right? You can mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm not really sure about that one. Like I may feel a certain type of way at the federal level. To your point, I think it should, <clears throat> but it's your prerogative. If you pay tax, it's your business what you do, right? You can put in for like, hey, who's going to be who's going to represent my state in Congress, right? Who's going to be my 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 congressman or congresswoman, right? Or you can go down f- further and say, how do I affect change in my city, right? Who's on the city council? Who sits on these different boards? Who sits on who authorized this shopping center like two <laughs> right. blocks from my house and, or this liquor here, store? Like who do and, I talk to about this? And here's here's the interesting thing: if you think about how politics work, and I'm just talking about the local level. I don't know about other. I can't speak to other states or other counties. But if you notice, it seems more broadly that the federal elections are pushed and get all the noise, but your mm-hmm. local elections, are the not ones so that much. Is- and those are the ones that make the most difference because right. it's who sits on my school board. Right. Who's, who's the making, city planner? Who's the city planner? Right. Exactly. Like even who- Walnut Creek, the last few years, they have been building sky rises, sky rises, mm-hmm. you know, just apartments, condos, things like that. And it's getting so crowded and congested and the schools are getting impacted and yeah. it's not as safe as it used to be. The the local elected officials are the ones who are making those They're decisions. The ones yeah, so if, yeah, if we yeah. didn't like that, we should have got involved. 
Yeah. And, you know. And those are the things you kind of have to, I mean, when we talk about civic engagement, those are the things you have to claw and scratch for, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's not where information is going to be readily available. Because people aren't campaigning like that. They're not as involved. Yeah, yeah. They're more focused on the larger things. And to your point, if you do get in one of those seats and you're just a person that's reelected year after year, like there's no, like, you're like all good. Yeah. You know, but yeah. um, and that goes for like a, a town that makes no progress. Right. You keep picking the same you keep picking people the same over people. and over. Yeah. yeah, it's really really important. You know, even as something as simple as my HOA. So I had an issue with my HOA mm-hmm. to the point where I took it to next door. Yeah. Where I was like, does anybody know who I can talk to about this issue? And I got so many responses from people that frustrated very frustrated yeah. they don't do anything neither the management company or the board it's all talk blah, blah blah so eventually i had to schedule a meeting with the property manager company yeah. because i was just so frustrated it, over something so simple as a timing of a sprinkler that was right by my window that was yeah. impacting my sleep I, and it was just months and months and months of of back and forth over a sprinkler like it's really not very difficult can you please just set the timer to not go off at two in the morning that's it like not you know something simple and it was taking months and months and months had to go to the board it had to do this anyhow i finally set an appointment with the lady we had a great conversation and come to she gave me the dynamics of the board and it was basically what we said there's you know one person who's progressive and then there's two older folks who <laughs> don't want to change anything. They like that the place is dated. They don't want to invest. They don't want to make any decisions. And that's why everything is taking so long. And she was like, there's two seats available. There you go. Right? So I was yeah. like, okay, if I am so annoyed, like it really does impact me. No, I'm, I'm surprised. Really I would have dug that thing up. <clears throat> like like it really does. It I'd have really, killed the sprinkler. Right. It really does impact me. Even something like tree trimming. I had asked them tre- for tree trimming because... Of fire safety and they finally came and trimmed the trees a year later but I noticed that there are less leaves in my patio so I was like wow I can actually go sit in my patio every day instead yeah. of having to clean it every morning right so it's these little things that we don't realize impact us but it's gonna take time it's gonna take effort it's gonna take involvement yeah. but we need to be involved that yeah, way you, we don't become victims of the system yeah not I, I agree with that um, I you know a similar a similar situation to what you mentioned earlier is, you know, I've always taken an active role in my son's school. Uh, his mother has taken an active role. She was part of uh, the PTA and an active member. Uh, I was one of the, the, I guess, founding members of the dad's club and me and a few other dads were like really, really active. Just doing all sorts of stuff, just making life easier for teachers, mm-hmm. like taking down old TVs and painting and fixing planter boxes and we had fundraisers. We had like movie nights for the kids mm, and nice. showed movies. And we put we were able to raise funds and put uh, shades up in the auditorium because there was always light coming in. So you couldn't really show anything on the projector. Mm. Things like that. And, and, I, and I think the, the ripple effect of that is something that can't be understated. Because it's not just about making sure things are better for yourself and what you want. Like mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the HOA board because I want my sprinkler fixed, right? right? But it's also the people around you right. that say, I'm having the same issue as you are. Mm-hmm. 
I'm having a separate issue that's equally bothersome. Mm-hmm. I'm going through something that hasn't been fixed in three or four years. It's to hear the voice. It's really all about the voice of the people. Yeah. At the end of the day, any board, any elected official, any government, any congressman or woman, any president, you are supposed to be the voice of the people. But when that stops, then the people have to demand that the, their voices be heard, mm-hmm. right? And part of that, along with, you know, what we're going through now, protesting and being in the street, mm-hmm. is joining these boards, joining these city councils, making sure that they're diverse and saying, I want to do something that's, mm-hmm. that is for the benefit of all. Right. And by us doing that, it makes the teachers' lives easier. The kids enjoy it more. Oh, the dad's club is super fun and yeah. they do the this thing and that thing and, and whatever. And it's a good example for the kids. Like when exactly. I grow up, that's the type of dad I want to be. I want to be the one who comes and helps and sees, you know, uh, gets to see my kid playing around or whatever while I'm helping build the school and doing something nice because they appreciate that. Exactly. And it's funny that you mentioned the cultural aspect of it too because we're doing the virtual school and the teacher was on the call with the parents of the class and it was funny because they were talking, she was talking about the curriculum for the year. Mm-hmm. And so they're going through the curriculum. And part of their cultural learning was to learn about a Native American group. Mm-hmm. Now, his teacher's white, a white woman. Mm-hmm. And most of the kids, you know, most of the kids in the class are kids of color. And she she said, she said, in this, in this little uh, curriculum guide, it says we're going to learn about the Indian tribe, yada, yada, yada. And she's and she it's funny because she caveated. She said the school system decided that it, they were just going to say Indian. And I'm like, well, which Indians are we talking about? Native Americans or Indian. are Indian Indians, yeah. Indians from the other side of the other side of the globe. Like yeah. where, where Columbus thought he was. Yeah, those and she said, no, Native Americans, but the school decided to do this, and the other, but I'm willing to take comments from parents. And I raised my hand and I said, okay, for me, speaking for myself, I know that it's your curriculum. I don't care what the school board said. Mm-hmm. You need to change that name. Mm-hmm. It's not Indian. It's Native American. Right. You need to make the distinction, not only because it's right to do that, right. but also because of the fact that there are Indians that live here. Right. Right change it to the name of the tribe or whatever because they were going to study a specific tribe yeah we'll change it to that tribal name and then another mm-hmm. person and another one of um another one of the dads in there was saying you know i'm willing to sign up and do like a cultural lesson sort of thing mm-hmm. or what have you and i'm going to sign up with him so to your point about civic engagement it's not just about voting right it's about voicing mm-hmm. right it's the two v's voting and voicing <laughs> and voicing yeah. right and in the position that you're in you say hey here is something that I don't necessarily agree with. I know what the right thing is to do, and I'm gonna I'm gonna speak on that specific thing, mm-hmm. right? And if it means I need to follow up and ask her and say, "Hey, um, teacher, how do I reach out to the school board and say what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Why don't you put Native American? I don't. Right. I'm confused as to why we're still saying any. Like, do you understand that the person that fumbled into this country? We're still using that? Yeah. From Chris, we're still using that. Right. The person that was lost, think about that. The person <laughs> that was lost in 1492, right? Right. 600 years ago. Still gets to dictate. Still, still dictates the name yeah. of the land he thought he was in. Yeah. That is amazing that we still use that. Like yeah. that is, it's, and it's so disrespectful. 
Completely. Because the origin is someone who was confused. Yeah. Right? So, but anyways, I digress uh-huh. uh, on, history as, <laughs> on history as usual. But to your point about the civic piece of it, those things are important. Another quick example is in North Carolina, in Charlotte, uh, one of the activists that was there loud in the street and always protesting, he ran for the city council, was on was put on the city council, and part of why he was protesting was because a black man there was shot by mm-hmm. police and it was very sketchy, the circumstances. Um, there was no de-escalation, so on and so forth. And by joining the city council, he was able to push for legislation that demanded that the body camera footage be submitted to the courts for the entire the entire incident. Mm-hmm. What, the, what was happening is they were submitting body cam footage for one minute before the shooting and I think like one minute after or something like that, right? Oh my so gosh. this is where... This is where the importance of who's representing yeah. you in local small government, city, county, makes a difference because they were able to push and say, okay, I know that this may not be the speedy change that everybody's looking for and we've arrested this person, this person, this person, mm-hmm. but what I can do is make change in the future so that when these incidents come up and the court has to see it, mm-hmm. and this is determining what happens to that specific police officer or the other officers involved or who gets sued or you know whether or not justice is actually served, I can get the full range of the video. Mm-hmm. Like with Brooks in Atlanta, he was sleeping in the Wendy's parking lot, right? How does 46 minutes after you meet up with somebody end up in death? Right, like, what are all the things that transpired? Was there significant de-escalation done? Did you know after they walked up Casley, what happened to that point? Why didn't they just let them pull over? To, like, you can ask right. all the questions of what was necessary and what wasn't, right? And then right. you start to look at well, based on other information we have, you let all these other folks off when they get drunk and let them pull aside. Why did you need to arrest him specifically, right? So, but a court will never see that. So if I never see it, I can never opine about it or make a make a judgment. So, um, to your point about the civic piece of it, it's it's the voting and the voice, right? And you have to make sure that you're voting, voice, and getting involved, right? It's like I got I have to make sure I'm part of this process. Otherwise, what change is going to be affected, or or who's going to stand up, right? Even in the case of my kids' classroom, who's going to stand up and say, I don't agree with this, or this isn't right, or whatever? So, do you think? that people who don't get engaged or involved have a right to complain about what's going on because that's one thing that irks me to bits really is people who complain but aren't willing to do anything about it it's like that's it's fine if you don't want to do anything yeah i'm okay with that everyone has the right to choose but stop complaining like if you you don't sit and be judgmental (laughs) and self-righteous and say how horrible things are and how cruddy they are and post this and that opinion like you know everything when you aren't willing to do anything about it let me ask okay i like that question this is this goes into our (laughs) like non-active voters or what have you so i was posed this question and i hate to answer a question with a question but let's let's dive into it a bit Someone said to me, if I'm so over the election and the process and the dog and pony show and 
I'm watching the RNC and the DNC this year, and it is just... You watched them? Hell no. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't. I couldn't. No, I couldn't. It's ridiculous. Like, I couldn't. It was just... You know, anytime, you have people, anytime you have people up there that are speaking because protesters are walking past and they're pointing their guns at them, and those are the representatives you have talking at a national convention well, at the federal the thing, level. Like, I've heard... I've heard different versions of that and I don't and the problem with having so many different versions being so aggressively thrown at you is you no longer know what the truth is. I right? agree with like, that 100%. so it becomes difficult. Some say that they lived in a gated community and they were the protesters broke into the gated community and started protesting in the community. If that's true, well why that community? Were they targeting specific officials? I don't know. I don't and know. that's the problem is that you get so much variation in evidence and not to justify what they did because the people were just walking by. Whether you liked it or not, they weren't damaging your property. They were just, from what I saw, um, they were just walking by being, in their opinion, obnoxious or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't give you the right to point your gun at them, right? Like it's it, it's just like if you're if you feel like you're threatened, that's fine. Be out there, be prepared, but you don't have to actually point your gun at anybody. So right, and, like, and, and that's and so for me, that's the thing. Like to your point, I wasn't there, but when I'm from a larger viewpoint, because mm-hmm. this is what the person and I were, were speaking to. Whenever you're having a national election. Mm-hmm. And you're saying I'm representing my yeah. my party, yeah. And, you and pick- one of your sp- spokespersons or people is to, is a white couple that were point- you. I'm it's just saying the fact that you controversial. That's what I'm saying. Per- yeah, I know. I the agree, fact I that you're even going there, right? Yeah, and that yeah. would be like the DNC doing the same thing. Oh, I'm going to get one of the protesters that was the loudest from one of the things yeah. to talk like. We are. This is a federal election. This is where we election. are in this society. This is where, yeah. This is this a, this is a federal are. election. These are laws. It's rules. reality this TV. Is, this it's... is healthcare. This is infrastructure. This is military. This is these huge overarching things. Yeah. But you're bringing people from the grassroots to come speak about get Not off my lawn. Not even positive like, movement grassroots. Like there are people. There are people from, you know, that side that are truly like trying to advocate there. I don't know. And I haven't really been able to find the origin of this. So if you guys are listening and you have some history on it, please email us at WNSdifferent at gmail.com because I, I really want to learn more about this and I haven't been able to pinpoint the origin or anything, but there is this correlation being made between the Republican party and Trump followers specifically and trying to prevent child sex trafficking Mm, right and almost to a point where it's becoming politicized to say that the democrats are all supporters of child sex trafficking (laughs) because clinton was on the plane the clintons were on the plane that that stuff is ridiculous and you know not that i mean we already know what donald trump said about them but but uh, but before we go that on that rabbit hole the point is they could have taken somebody who was actually trying to do good and something we, I think majority of people can align on. Exactly. Yeah. That's bad. Like, let's stop that. I can, I can hang out with, with someone whose political views I may not agree with. Right. And we can fight that 
issue together. I'm with you on that. Let's not talk about the other stuff. But this, I'm with you on 100%. But they didn't, right? And And it's just that it's the fact that they took something that was so full of hate yeah and so full of you know just trying to promote fear yeah. into people so that people react because it's a psychological and emotional response right people don't think logically anymore when they're afraid right mm-hmm. when we have that to your point at the federal level yeah why are you having these the people most there? powerful level in our <laughs> right. in our country and why the, are they even there i would even argue at one point i don't know about now anymore but in the, in world, the world yeah and you do that it just it's embarrassing yes it makes me feel like i used to always compare iran and america together mm-hmm. because those are the two my two citizenships right yeah. those are the two countries that i'm from technically and I'm, I've never, ever, ever, ever thought that I would say that there are so many similarities between these two governments. Really? Yeah. I never thought that I would say that. And never, I never hmm. thought that I would say in America that these are, there's so many parallels, so many e- similarities. Even if you take out the extremes, right? Just think about mindset, right? Like taking out, like you mentioned before, you know, someone protesting in Iran, you can be executed. Take out the extreme yeah. of the action, but think about more of the process. Absolute power and control. I think selfishness, stubbornness. Like to me, I like that's American government. To I, me. <laughs> right, and you I think I, mean? I think the the distinction we have right now in the United States is that in the United States, there the government, the government that is more dominating or or quote unquote corrupt or fascist minded mm-hmm. is not in complete power yet got it okay right yeah. however if we allow these things to continue it can get there yeah. i mean we're very lucky that the military does not back oh yeah like a dictatorship sort of because yeah, if yeah, it yeah. did yeah. or if all cops aligned with that mentality yeah Right, because they don't. The reality is they don't. Yeah. However, the system is so corrupted. But it's trying to push them to do it, right? We saw that with the federal police and yeah. all that. I mean, it's trying. He to tried. Push. He, he yeah, tried. He's, he's trying to. But do it's the not succeeding, or... and that's why it's so critical for right now that we put our political differences aside. Yeah. And really, just think about what is best for everyone. Correct. For equality. Yeah, human alignment. For human alignment. Yeah. And it, it really, I'm at a point where I don't even know what my political party is because I disagree I don't have so one. much with everyone. Yeah, I, I just like I, I, I don't. really don't it's, have it's one. A, it's a dog and pony show. I mean, they had that. You know, I'm not saying that the DNC hasn't done similar things. I mean, just the tactics are stupid. The mm-hmm. sec, the the one you're talking about, sex trafficking. How do you politicize that? Like, if I'm not I mistaken, it. I couldn't Jeff, believe if it. I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Epstein has pictures and names in his black book. Of everyone of every party. Every party. Like so let so let's every not party. let's not every go party. if anything is more of a demographic than anything else, right? If Thank you want to be you. if you want to exactly. be real about it, exactly. it's a specific demographic. Exactly. But I'm not gonna go there on this episode. So <laughs> so trying to make that a political thing is it's nonsense. Not a no thing. one believes it's that they, a it's a social there's a small thing. fraction of people that that 
are trying to sex traffic. There's a small traffic, small percentage of people that agree with that. There's probably a larger percentage of people that are actual pedophiles and will prey on young people. Yeah. But to say that that's a political thing, no, let's not get that confused. That so, goes so, everywhere. So to me, goes, uh, yeah. that sort of game playing. So the person I was talking to going back to it was like, this is such a joke that these are the types of things that are being run at a federal level. And we have all this other stuff to worry about including international threats on intellectual property, international threats on the voting process itself, which with Russia, for example, you know what I mean? Like right. interfering with like it, but we're talking about who right. was standing on their lawn with a gun. And like, that's the person we want to represent with the, like, this, this is, this is a joke. Just, and I think that's why a lot of Republicans after that, just were like, we can't align ourselves with this party anymore. It's a joke. And, it's really just sad that everything is turning into it's no longer about dignity character yeah. respect and then i think people are trying to over characterize biden like be like oh he's a man of such great character character he's character. just he's just That's better great. than the other he's one. A, he is he, well he is just better than the other one but honestly he is a decent person yeah. like if you really learn about him he is a good person but does that make him a good president? No, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't yeah, think yes so. Yes or like, no? But to your point, like it, this this election is more about a return to just a normal human being. <laughs> yeah, right, right, to, right. It's not even versus, about like that's where progressing, we've gone. Exactly. Right, it's just like that's where we've gone. How do we it's get like, back to like some sense of normalcy? Exactly. Right, like how do we how do we regain our integrity and yeah, it's a, it's a bad. It was been a, it was a bad run of beef at the factory, and it was sick. Because it was getting with, everybody sick. So how do we... <laughs> right, right. Well, and because there are certain things that Trump says that that I can be like, yeah, I get it. Right? Like his views on the economy. Yeah. There are certain things where I'm like, you know, do we need better immigration laws? Yes. Yeah. You know, he the intellectual, says things... The intellectual property thing with China, I, I actually agree with him on that. Yeah. We shouldn't have said... people stealing ideas and, and yeah. Yeah, fair. I agree. Yeah. How... And... and and I keep saying, like, I would be more supportive. And I used to say this when he ran four mm -hmm. years ago. He should not be the president. However, have him be an advisor. Have mm -hmm. him. Let's. What do you know about yeah. all of these things that you yeah. you're so quote unquote successful or whatnot? Mm -hmm. Like you, whether you've succeeded, you've hopefully have learned yeah. and you've gotten a lot of experience. You don't have to be. You can fail and still learn, right? That's the whole part of the process. But I was all—I always used to say he shouldn't be the president, but have him as an advisor. Get listen to what he's saying because sometimes people who have that big picture view can say things they just don't know how to execute them, right? Yeah. So you give that, hey, this is a problem, yeah. right? I don't know how to solve it, but you guys need to figure that yeah. out. Even, right, even, that would have been so much more valuable. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, you know, the Iran nuclear deal, right? It wasn't great. It wasn't perfect. And Iranians are really they don't like it because mm -hmm. they feel like it validates the current regime. However, the reality is that regime is there. Mm -hmm. So there had to be some sort of dialogue. And that was just the first step. Let's get into an agreement yeah. so that we're at the table having a conversation. We both had to negotiate a lot. We won and lost. It wasn't perfect for either side, but the people were starting to thrive.
right? The people were starting to do better. And then what happens a couple years later, we come back and say, hey, let's renegotiate this deal. The deal mm -hmm. is, is expiring. We need to renegotiate. So then we talk there. And then because the people are thriving, there's more opportunity to change things. There's more opportunities to get involved and engage. And then you can grow from there. It's not going to be an overnight change. But we just live in this society where we want a result right now. And we don't want to put the work and effort into it. Words mean more than actions. Correct. Right? So he can blurt out these things that people can agree with. But there, even though there's no action or strategy or plan on how to implement that, it doesn't matter. It's good enough. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's it's good enough. Well, and so it's it's really a dangerous space that we're in. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you on that one. But to go back, because I want to make sure we answer this question. Before yeah, the episode is sorry. Over. <laughs> Basically, the moral of the story is this. If I pay taxes mm -hmm. and I choose not to vote because I pay taxes, at the local level, both in you know state taxes and federal, I should be allowed to complain, no matter what. I should be I should be able to complain about potholes. I should be able to complain about poor education, even though I'm not on the board. Okay. I should be able to com complain about the presidency because my money goes there the same okay. way my money goes to to local police as well. So I should be able to complain. Now I'm not saying right or wrong, but the person asked me that they question, can. and I was kind of just like. I understand where the thing is like, well, I didn't vote for the president, therefore I can't complain about it because I didn't actively participate in the process. But then I also know the frustration of like, how much of a difference do I think it makes? Like we talked about being in California, right? right? right. Like, you know which way the state is going, how much difference does it make? And you know, honestly, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I don't know that I, I would necessarily shoot it. somebody down. <laughs> <laughs> You're, I think everyone has a right to say yeah, whatever yeah, they yeah. want and have whatever opinion they want. I just don't want to hear it. Like to me, I'm an action oriented person. I'm yeah. a problem solver. If you didn't vote, don't complain, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's like I don't want to hear it. Like go complain to someone else that's willing to like sit in the pity party with you. Like I just, for me, it, it's a waste of your energy. Like, mm -hmm. if you're not going to do something about it and it bothers you, go transfer your energy into something else. Go have some fun. Go have a party. Go do whatever. Go have a party. Like, go take a nap. I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, a waste yeah. of energy for me. It's a waste yeah. of, uh, of your mental space. Yeah. So for me, it's just, I don't want to hear it. Like, yeah. you're you're entitled to, absolutely. Yeah, whatever. But I'm want, also yeah. entitled to be like, get the F out of my face. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> take that somewhere else <laughs> well, but i mean at the end of the day you don't have to do everything you can't do everything yeah. it's just not possible because i complain about the streets of oakland but i've yet to go to a city a city planner meeting you know what i mean like right, i complain right. about all the potholes but like i you know what i mean i haven't i haven't done that but but i i do like understand. i'm not gonna call caltrans or the <laughs> city just be like hey you know <clears> start sending like, them emails oh, yeah man. But you could, right? Yeah, I could. You could Absolutely. attend a meeting. You could attend a session. You're right. And you could even just take one action to help do that. Or, you know, find out who's there and let them know you support them. Yeah. You know, no, just say, right. hey, I support what you're doing. Thank you for doing it. And, you know, every, divide and conquer. Yeah. You know, we, we all we have can't to do, do a better everything. Job. We have to do a better job. At it. I, but I get it's hard, man. The days are long or the days are short, depending on how you feel, depending on your lens. Dealing with children, like it's there's a lot of moving parts to there everything. There are, there are, and that's that's the purpose of elected officials. But it's also 
it's also easy way to hide the things that are actually happen and go on yeah. and to retain power through yeah. misinformation, miseducation, yeah. um, and those sorts of things, which, you know, we got to have an episode about, um, the purpose of media, right? <laughs> so, um, with that, I think the moral of the story of this episode is make sure that you're involved at every level that you possibly can be. And if you're not involved, Samira does not want to hear you complain. That's absolutely 100% too. Do not email me. Do not tag me. Do not post anything <laughs> on my wall. I don't want to see it. And I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Unless, come to me if you want your problem solved. And I will help you and I will, you know, do what I can to help you get there. But I, that's just my personality. I can't do it. Thank you for listening to another episode of We're Not So Different Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, share, and review on your favorite podcast platform. You can also find us on social media by looking up the handle at WNS Different or We're Not So Different on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You can also join us live on Instagram or check out our previous live episodes on IGTV by following us at WNS Different. If you have comments, questions, or thoughts, feel free to email us at WNSDifferent at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.